Hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others radio show. We hope that while you're with us today, you'll hear a relevant kingdom teaching or inspiration that will aid you in becoming your best you. Sit back, relax, and prepare to be empowered. Are you looking for tools to help you become your best self? Let me recommend Got Fruit, the practical guide to living your life through the fruit of the spirit, written by Tori Adams, a phenomenal book found on Amazon.com. Along with that, I want to recommend to you, no more excuses, this is a 21-day journey where you're letting go of excuses and executing according to God's plan. This book is written by Coach Tracy Fauntleroy, which is also found on Amazon.com. Here at the Empowerment Place, we desire that every day you do something to empower yourself, but once you've been empowered, take the responsibility to empower someone else. We recommend these tools. Get them today. Go to Amazon.com. Find Got Fruit by Tori Adams and No More Excuses by Coach Tracy Fauntleroy. Good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Empower to Empower Others. This is your host, Valerie Burrell, here with co-host, Pastor Linda Brown. Pastor Linda. Good morning, good morning, everyone. Hallelujah. Glory be to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. She the hype one. She, she is the hype man. She's the hype man. She's the hype see, man. I don't get I don't get to get out much. So you see, I don't know how to act when I get out. <laughs> Amen. Amen. We just bless God and thank you all. Thank you all. Amen for coming on in the room. We thank you for those who are online. Thank you for those in the chat room. Call a friend, text a friend, let them know that we are on the air and we're going to be sharing a relevant kingdom teaching. Can I tell you what it's going to be yet? Not quite sure, but the Holy Spirit is in in just a few more moments. I do want to just piggyback. Last week we were talking about the seeds, Pastor, about the corruption, about the carnality, about the compromise, and there was one who had some comments they wanted to share. If they're willing this morning before we get into something new, I really want us to tackle that if that's okay, because... That was something that I think probably set on people a little bit, because when we think about how we're functioning, not being mindful that, you know, we think we're doing okay, but what we find is that there's some other stuff showing up. If um, if that pastor is available and would like to share, you can press one. We can bring you live in this morning, and you can share with us what the Spirit of God gave you regarding compromise last week. I believe it was. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I, I think it would be great because one of the things that we do when we hear the word, we begin to our, examine our, ourselves with that word. And so we try to think, am I compromising or what area might I be compromising in? Right. 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 Amen. And yeah, I was sharing with the, um, the audience yesterday on Facebook, um, you know, Psalm 118 says, <clears throat> Excuse me, that word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. 
Mm-hmm. I might not sin. And so when we have the choice of might not versus might, <laughs> it's, a, it's important that we understand that that's an area where compromise can come in. And if the word is not truly hidden in your heart, if you're not disciplined in your walk with God, if you're not discerning and utilizing the gift of the Holy Spirit that dwells on the inside of you, then you very easily will find yourself in a place of compromise. So if you're interested in sharing that this morning, press one, we'll bring you live. If not, we'll move on. Amen, amen. Amen. Good morning. Praise God. It's a blessing to be on this conference talk today. Um, Good morning. Good morning, Evangelist. Yes. I just wanted to share concerning the compromise situation um, that, yes, a lot of the compromise comes in because we're not allowing the Holy Spirit to have his way with us, and instead fear sets in. Mm. And that holds us back, and we just go along to get along. And I have found myself in that position many times. But God has released a new birth in me where I am, you know, at a stage now where I just have to do what God says to do. And Mm -hmm. I've also found that in compromising a lot of times just to get along, to go along, go along, to get along, a lot of times we can stand up for what we know is truth. But a lot of times we are judged because they, it's also been said a lot of times when you stand up for what you know is true according to the word of God, people have a tendency of always saying you're judging them. And I find that that is an excuse that's used often in the church because people don't like truth. But I'm also mindful that when we do stand up, we have to be careful about our character. A lot of times we can say things, not intentionally, but the way we present ourselves sometimes can be harsh. And, you know, because sometimes we do get frustrated over what we know is truth and what somebody else is trying to just go along with. So the Spirit also reminded me that, you know, it's good to stand up. You must stand up. You must not compromise. But be careful about your character as far as, you know, having the character of Christ you know, speak in just a way without being harsh, and that prevents people from receiving what you have to say. And that complacency thing, yes, um, been dealing with that for years, (laughs) knowing that, you know, having to move out and hesitation. The enemy brings in um, fear, doubt, and I guess, you know, a lot of times we judge ourselves like, it's been presented before during this talk that we always judge ourselves or compare ourselves with what somebody else does. But that um, being authentic and original is all God asks of us. Mm. And um, Valerie, uh, no, not Valerie, um, Prophet, um, Apostle Valerie. Valerie, I, that's who I am. It's okay. Yeah. That's who I am. <laughs> some, people, some people are, you know, kind of, Yicky about titles. I'm not either, but anyway. Apostle Valerie, I had a dream last night. I know you know this person. Um, It was your aunt, um, um, Yvonne, came to me in a dream last night. And we were in a pool. And the water, you know, I've been going to the gym, and I do have a fear of water. 
I, I don't allow water to hit my face. I've always been a, I'm not a swimmer. I've always been afraid of water. So they, they're trying to get me past that at the gym. But anyway, we was in this pool last night, and she was there. And I'm like, God, why are you showing me Yvonne? Because she's passed. You know, and, he, and she said to me, she mm-hmm. said, you got to learn to walk on the water. She mm-hmm. was actually walking on the water mm-hmm. in my dream. And that's what she said to me, you must learn to walk on the water. In other words, step out on your faith and walk the water because that life-changing power is already on the inside. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I was, you know, I'm like, wow, because when I think about water, I think about the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the Holy Spirit is, you know, saying, you know, just trust me. You know, even when Jesus was in the boat and the winds were roaring and they thought they were going to sink, and he just said, peace, be still. Well, I was walking this morning before this blog conference, and I, I, it was a dead dog on the side of the road, and so all, I, I knew the dog was there because I saw it yesterday when I walked, and I'm like, okay, these birds, I, I have a fear of birds from a kid. But anyway, I, all the, those hawks started coming, right? And I'm like, okay, God. And they started flocking as I got near the dead dog, and I'm like, oh, oh, God, I started hollering. But God said, no, keep going. Keep going. I got you. So I mm. went to my place that I call the mountaintop, and I just asked God, please, when I get go back through, just let the birds stay where they are. And I started walking back, and I said, peace be still. Mm. And so when I got to that spot, they were all in the tree, but they didn't move. So we have that life-changing power within us. If we just follow the leadings of the Holy Spirit, we have that life-changing power within us to speak to our circumstances, to speak to fear, to speak to whatever is holding us back from doing what thus says the Lord. We have that authority and power within us, but we don't always use it. And just that little incident this morning when I was walking back and I just said, peace be still. And the birds were all in the, in the trees, but they didn't come near me. <laughs> so I got back home safely, you know. But that complacency thing, I still have been dealing with that. But during this time of this pandemic, God has been really birthing new things within me. Mm-hmm. A, a boldness that I never had before and an understanding about the workings of the Holy Spirit that I never witnessed before. So complacency is not good for kingdom people. Amen. We have to go forward. We have to move in the things of God. And no, we don't compromise. The word, you know, uncompromised. So we have to say what thus says the Lord because we have to also realize that it may be one person, may not be the whole group, but it can be one person just by doing what God tells us to do and speak what God says for us to speak that can be life-changing for that person. So I just wanted to share that, and I was on the blog also this week when um, the prophetess spoke on, we got to know when to win. So, yes, we have to know when, W-H-E-N, to win, when to move. So um, I'm, I'm learning also to not go ahead of God 
but to follow him. Let him lead and then I follow. Because if we stay small enough, long enough, he'll make us big enough soon enough. Ooh, come on. I like that. Ooh. And there, there you have it. Say it again. And there Say it again. Have it. To share. If you stay small <laughs> enough, come on. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Say that adult. again, evangelist. Stay small enough, long enough. He'll make us big enough soon enough. Amen. If we humble ourselves, that's mm-hmm. right. He will mm-hmm. lift us up. Yes, he but will. if we bring ourselves up, he's going to have to bring us down. And, mm-hmm. he will, and he will do just that. But we have Amen. to be led by the Spirit of God. Amen. 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 I like that. Evangelist, thank you so much. Evangelist, thank thank you so, so much. much. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Amen. Amen. Since we're having breakfast, we need to digest some of what we just heard. Love and blessings. Amen. (laughs) Amen. 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 Be the glory. But I bless God for the opportunity. And, you know, you know, even with just this, it's a breakout for me. Amen. It's a forward. It's a moving forward. Because their, you know, hesitation has to go. Hesitation has ended. <laughs> oh, Amen. Amen. In Jesus. Amen. In Jesus. Amen. Amen. That's good Amen. stuff. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Ooh. Wow. That was uh wow. That was a. Uh, that was wow. really good. I made some notes on some things that were said, and and I just want to lift it up. One of the things was fear. But can you? I mean, we, yeah, that's good. We, but I, I want. I need to just speak something that I need to bring her. Okay. I just need to bring that. her back one second. Evangelist, when you shared with with us regarding your dream and seeing Yvonne, and she's speaking to you, do you remember any other details? She was just walking the water. She was walking on top of the water, just like Jesus did. We were only in a pool. And she just said to me, you must learn to trust God and walk the water. Okay. Um, and walk the water. Yeah. So that, that when you said that, <clears throat> goodness, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. saw a couple of things clear. Um, for those who did not know my aunt, our aunt, because Nina's here, um, our aunt Yvonne, she was a phenomenal, um, phenomenal kingdom leader. Yes. Um, she was a prophet. Mm. Um, she was in an apostolic order. Um, yes. She was great. And... Um, for her to speak that to you, Jackie, speaks not just about overcoming fear, but it and not just uh, trusting the gift of the Holy Spirit that resides mm-hmm. in you. It's mm-hmm. also um, it's about you. When you said that you don't you don't like for the water to get in your face, that speaks about you being willing to submit and submerge. Amen. And the Spirit of God said that in this hour, even as you're spending more time in the Word, as you're growing in Him, it's also time that as you're walking the water, be willing. 
to submit to the power of God and allow him to submerge you into a deeper place in him. Why? Because he wants to tap into some things. He wants to give you sharper ear. Not that you don't hear, but he wants to reveal secrets to you. And so the only way that's going to happen is that you've got to trust where you are, but trust that regardless of where it takes you, you're going to be okay. Amen. So Amen. I, 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 I receive that. Amen. 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 I just wanted to share. All right. Thank you so much. All right, Pastor Linda. Let's go. Where's where God taking us? Where no, no. I'm, I'm still back listening to all of of the, the dream and and um, because I believe it's, it's not about her relationship and the communing with God as much as it's about what's ahead as far as what he wants her to do. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, and that's why, that's why he said that even as she's walking, she's, and, and it, it speaks to that fear, but she's got to be willing to submerge because, you know, to get in the pool, I mean, the first thing most people do when they get in is they go under. Mm-hmm. Just to get that pool, they just go under. And then they come up and they begin to do. Mm-hmm. And so that yeah. speaks to, that's, oh, Jesus, that speaks I, I, to a lot. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> what I heard, um, and, and she she um, she mentioned it, trust him. Mm-hmm. The, it's, the, it's the trust factor. And we we've been talking about about that too, Apostle. When we've been talking about knowing the will of God for our lives, mm-hmm. and getting the order, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then get getting the um, assignment, getting yeah. the instructions. Yes, ma'am. And so I believe this is the hour when we've gotten the order because we know who we are in Christ. We know that we're children of God. We're called of God. So now we're getting instructions of what to do and how to do it. And mm-hmm. and the key is to trust God enough that when he says to do this thing, and it may not it may go against the grain of people over us or um of mm-hmm. people we, we live beside every day because it doesn't look like what they're doing or what they're used to and God is just saying, Hey, I'm doing a new thing. I'm just doing a new thing. I need you to trust me with this. If you trust me, it's going to come out okay. And even the people that are walking with us are going to recognize, yeah, that was God. That was God directing us, God telling us what to do. Because if we look at what's happening around us right now, this is something that has never happened before. So this is desperate times. So this is the time we want to see the miracles, the signs, and the wonders. This is the time when we really need to get out of the boat and walk on that water. If it's fear that we're dealing with, we know that God has not given us the spirit of fear. We quote it all the time. But what? A power, love, and a sound mind. So the spirit of fear goes back to the mind thing. The mind want to mess with us because the word also says that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is so he. Is he. Mm-hmm. So out of the heart will the issues of life come. So now we need to let the mind and our heart line up with the things of God. Mm. Mm. We got to trust him. 
and evangelists talk about trusting um, the power that's on the inside of us. What is the power on the inside of us? It's Holy Spirit. Yes. He is the gift, and he is the gift giver. So everything we need is residing on the inside of us. Go ahead, Apostle. I'm back off a little bit. No, no, no. Everything you said was right on. It is right on. And we talked about it, I believe, last week in our 12, 12 o'clock Sunday session about understanding yeah. the orders of God. The word declares the steps of the righteous are ordered by God. And mm-hmm. a lot of times as we, as believers, we start moving in a direction and quoting that scripture, and we don't have orders. Mm-hmm. We start moving because we feel something, and we don't have orders. And we've shared this before. God mm-hmm. is strategic. God mm-hmm. is intentional. God mm. is not haphazard. God is articulating intentionally what he desires for each one of us. Constantly, but we pick and choose what we want to hear, and we pick those things that align with what we want to do. No, mm. you can't pick what you want to pick because it fits you. What God wants for somebody on this line this morning, what He wants you to do, does not fit you according to your understanding of what He wants. To you, it feels odd. To you, It feels like people are going to be looking at me. People are going to be questioning me. People are going to, it doesn't matter what people say. Because ultimately you have to answer to God. And so, you know, we shared last week that there are many people, there are many leaders that probably need to go back to basic training. Mm -hmm. Because they've moved ahead of God. And you said it, Evangelist Jackie. We don't want to get ahead of God. That's the importance of utilizing the gift of the Holy Spirit that dwells on the inside of us. If you're constantly engaging with the Holy Spirit, you don't have to worry about that opportunity of stepping outside of God's plan because the Spirit of God will not allow you to. But if you're used Mm -hmm. to just getting up and doing whatever you want to do, however you want to do, you know how we say we got our own routine? When you got your own routine, you do not leave space for God to intervene in your routine. Will you just get up, well, you know, Every morning I get up at 5 and I fix me a cup of coffee and I sit by the window and I just look out the window and I pray and then I get up and I call my sister and then I turn on the news and then I go to the store. That's your plan. What did God say? Did you even ask Mm -hmm. him? Did you engage with the Holy Spirit before your feet even hit the floor? Did you sit up and say, okay, God, thank you. This is the day that you've made. I'm rejoicing and glad in it. And God, because the word of God declares that the steps of the righteous are ordered by you, God, and because I am the righteousness of God, God, I'm going to stand on your word today. God, what would you have me do before I even put my feet on the floor? Mm. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is just because we did it yesterday doesn't mean, doesn't mean that's we what God wants nope. us to do it today. Nope. No. Yeah. yeah. No. No. Apostle, can, if we get into a routine so much, <laughs> mm-hmm. can that make it difficult to hear the detour or the changes 
that that God really want us. I mean, it's like we are so used to doing it that we don't hear the voice saying, I really want you to go another way. Linda, I really don't want you to take 295. I really want you to take this exit and go another way. But if I'm so used to doing it and I hear a little small voice saying to do that, but I dismiss it because I think it's not important. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, that's, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. That, 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 that'll hinder us. That'll hinder us. When we're so used to doing what we want and we're not engaging with the Holy Spirit, it will definitely hinder us because we're not engaging God in our day-to-day walk. Mm-hmm. But yet we want to say that we're his. God, I love you. God, I'll serve you. God, your will, not my will be done. But I'll talk to you and ask you what you want me to do today. I'm going to just do my routine. Right, right. How then are your steps being ordered by God if you've not engaged with them to find out what he wants you to do, where he wants you to do it? Mm-hmm. How? And then we say, God, I trust you. Do you really? Do you trust him enough to give him your all, to give him your every day, to give him your agenda, to give him your daily plan? I was mm-hmm. looking at that while <laughs> I was looking at that last, well, this morning around 4 a.m. And, you know, people have these daily planners and they want you to buy these daily planners and these calendars so that you can keep track of your activities and schedule things. Yeah, plan out your day, your week. Yeah, plan out your day, your week, your month, your year. I said, God, where are you in that? Mm. Where are you in that? Because I was looking at the prayer journal that I had done, and I put that out there this morning that, hey, if you want a journal, here, get this journal. Inexpensive. On Amazon. He said, yeah, you can journal your conversation with me. He said, but when you start planning what you want to do, how you want to do it, when you want to do it, and you've not prayed and sought my face about it, you you might be disappointed. Mm. Think about all the people that are disappointed that last year planned to take cruises in March, April, and May, planned to go to Disney, planned to go to the Bahamas. They planned last year because they got a good deal. Did they go? No. Why? Mm-hmm. Because God intervened. <laughs> no, you didn't go. And oh, so sometimes, okay, but... and I'm not saying don't plan. I'm not right. saying don't plan. What I'm saying is that when you plan, make sure that you're praying as well as planning. Because you need to be able to hear what God is saying about that plan. Yeah, and we can plan, but be open to the, change. the changes, yeah. Be yes, open ma'am. to hear what it is he really wants. Because we do need to plan. We need to have visions, and we need to be yes. looking forward. But we really need to be still open to what it is that he might want. Because we might not know ahead. He's not spoken that far ahead as to what he wants us to do. But when we get to that moment, that time, we need to be open to allow yes. him to, to speak to us to do what it is yeah. he called us to do. Yeah. 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 That is important. Yeah. And and yeah. not like, oh, my world is falling apart because I can't do what I thought I was going to do that day. Uh, yeah. yeah. Didn't get done. 
Yeah. Yeah. And and I have days now that my husband will come home and I'll say, what'd you do today? And I'll say nothing. <laughs> nothing. He'll just look at me. <clears throat> um, maybe six months ago, that would have bothered him. But now he understands that I have days that I have to do nothing because I have to listen. I have to be still. I have to be postured for a phone call. I have to be postured for an interaction. I have to be postured for somebody that's in crisis. But if I start working on something and I get into my routine, then that's going to seem like a distraction to me, where, in fact, that's the assignment. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you said that um, when you came home, he said, what did you do today? You said nothing. You did do something. But you maybe not did by what? his definition, yes. right? And and I'm thinking of Joshua and the children of Israel when um around the walls of Jericho, and that's in in Judges. Uh, I'm sorry, in Joshua chapter six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When God was giving him instructions, he was just saying here that. Go ahead, Apostle. If you if you turn to um, Joshua six, and would you read it? Yeah. What? Where do you want me to start? Verse one. Verse one. And if if those are listening, would turn to that too. It'll, it'll, it'll. Sometimes God has us in that waiting period before what He really wants done is accomplished, and I think we can see that right here also. Yeah. So the New Living Translation reads this way: Now the gates of Jericho were tightly shut because the people were afraid of the Israelites. No one was allowed to go out or in. But the Lord said to Joshua, I have given you Jericho, its king, and all its strong warriors. You and your fighting men should march around the town once a day for six days. Seven priests will walk ahead of the ark, each carrying a ram's horn. On the seventh day, you are to march around the town seven times with the priests blowing the horn. When you hear the priest give one long blast on the ram's horn, have all the people shout as loud as they can. Then the walls of the town will collapse and the people can charge straight into the town. Okay, now, now Joshua got the orders. Now, this is God speaking to Joshua. He got the orders. He gave him instructions of what to do. Okay, go ahead. Starting at verse 6, it says, So Joshua called together the priests and said, Take up the ark of the Lord's covenant and assign seven priests to walk in front of it, each carrying a ram's horn. Then he gave orders to the people, March around the town, and the armed men will lead the way in front of the ark of the Lord. After Joshua spoke to the people, and the seven priests with the ram's horns started marching, in the presence of the Lord, blowing the horns as they marched. Woo, Jesus. And the ark of the Lord's covenant followed behind them. Some of the armed men marched in front of the priests with the horns, and some behind the ark, with the priests continually blowing the horns. Do not shout. Do not even talk. Joshua commanded, not a single word from any of you until I tell you, to shout, then shout. So the ark of the Lord was carried around the town once that day, and then everyone returned to spend the night in the camp. 
Keep reading. Yeah. I mean, this went on and on until the seventh day. Uh, but he got it. Yeah. Go, go let ahead. me go down I'm to sorry. 15. It says on the seventh day, the Israelites got up at dawn and marched around the town as they had done before. But this time, they went around the town seven times. The seventh time around, as the priests sounded the loud, long blast on their horns, Joshua commanded the people, shout, for the Lord has given the town. Jericho and everything in it must be completely destroyed as an offering to the Lord. Only Rahab the prostitute and the others in her house will be spared, for she protected our spies. See, they got the instructions, and they didn't do anything. Those those six days, they marched around. Nobody said a word. That That's almost like when Benny come home, you hadn't done anything. But, but on that seventh day, it was when all of everything that God had been telling you to do started coming, and you started doing it. So there are times when it might look like we're not doing anything, but God is still working. He's still doing a work in our lives. Absolutely. 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 We have several callers on the line this morning. If there's one who has a question or a comment, please press one and we can bring you live as we continue this conversation. Amen? Yeah. Woo! Mama. Mama. Is that one? Oh, not yet. No, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. Okay. Okay. So, so what uh, we see here are instructions, specific instructions, because he said, "All right, I've already given you this. Now I just need you to do it the way I tell you to do it, so that you can see the manifestation of it." Oh God. Mm. Already giving you this. I've already done this for you. I need you to do. Suppose they walked around five times and say, This isn't working. I know God told me to do this, but this is not working. All right. So, okay, so we're going to do it one more day. Just one more day, we're going to do it. But He gave them a specific instruction. He gave Joshua specific instructions of what to do. If we do it the way God tells us to do it, it's going to accomplish what he told us to do. The anointing and the glory is on his word it, every time. Exactly, every time. I mean, we, I know we're looking at this in walls of a city, but it, in our lives there are specific things, and they may be little things we think don't matter. But it is the little foxes that destroy the vine. Mm. So mm. it's the little things that we don't do that he tells us to do that become a hindrance to the larger things. You know, we know the scripture, oh, you, you've, um, uh, what, what, you've been faithful over a little. Mm-hmm. I'll make you ruler over much. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, mm-hmm. Apostle. No, and, and you know, when you were talking about those little things, it's little bricks that build a big wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the wall is not just a big slab. It's a wall that's constructed 
mm-hmm. little at a time. And so when you're not dealing with those little things and they're continually being built up and taking residence in your heart, taking residence in your mind, clouding your spirit before you know it, there is a literal wall that's been erected because you did not take authority over those little things. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. My, my. Yeah, well, I hear you, Holy it, Spirit. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, mm. go ahead. Go ahead, Apostle. No. And I, I just heard him say that somebody somebody on the line this morning has to deal with their wall. You got to start taking heed to what he's spoken and start wa- marching around that wall. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because every day proved that they trust God. Mm-hmm. Every step they took proved that they trust him and they were being obedient to what he said. And then once they did it, they were going to release their sound. Mm. The sound of the ram's horn, was the trumpets were blown, but also they released their sound with all of the people there were uh, the whole Israelite nation marching around, everybody releasing their sound. It was a shout, but my shout was different from Valerie's. And the, mm-hmm. the, those individuals on the call, your shout is different. But God hears our voice. Our voice have a our voice print is known in heaven because mm-hmm. of who we are. So when we shout, when we cry, when we make a sound, He knows who it is. Amen. Amen. He does know. My God. Mm. Wow. Anybody Thank have a Lord. comment? Yeah. yeah. Again, you can press one. We can bring you into the conversation. You know, I know um, we've been all over the place this morning. <laughs> but but God God's word is it's true. No matter where it is, no matter where yeah. it reaches us. His word is true. I mean, we can't take away from it. We can't add anything to it. But this morning we we heard about fear, and we know Mm -hmm. that fear is not coming from God. It is not of God. It is a state that affects our mind, and our mind oftentimes affects our actions. So if we are fearful in our mind, and it's a spirit, a spirit that isn't coming from God, that fear will hinder us from doing what it is he called us to do. For some, it may seem like it's a small thing. To others, it may seem like a big thing. Your your fear is not my fear. You know, I look at your fear and think, oh, oh my God, oh, that's nothing. You can do it. And you look at my fear and say, oh, why can't she do that? But it's coming from a place, a coming from a deep place, and I won't even go there. So, And then we, we talked about speaking to situations, speaking in love not appearing that we put ourselves up above anyone and not judging anyone for what they do or say. And we just give them the word, but we give them the word in love. And that 
We need to walk on water. It don't literally mean that we go out and uh, down to the river and say, okay, I'm going to walk on this water. But it means that we rise above the situation, the trials, the testing, the tribulations in our lives, that we rise above it. Why? Because we have the greater one living on the inside of us. We have the we winner on the inside of us. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So we have the power of God, the spirit of God, the wisdom of God, um, the counsel of God living on the inside of us. And that is Holy Spirit. That's who he is. That's what he was sent to do, to comfort us, to direct us, to give us revelation, to give us wisdom. So we talked about that. And then we talked about trusting God. Trusting God. Trusting God just means being obedient to what he says to do. That shows that we trust him when we are obedient to his word. And so we have the gift giver and the gift on the inside of us. That will bring forth our sound that we release, that God recognizes because heaven recognizes our voice. Amen. 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 Wow. 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 Amen. <laughs> Amen. That's I know, I I know somebody's Amen. thinking something, have something to say. Well, we've got about three minutes left. If you have a question or a comment, certainly do. Press one and come live. And um, yeah. Amen. we'll talk Amen. about it. If not, amen. Like I said, we can move on. We can move on, and we know that everybody has a day full, I'm sure. Yes. So um, we want you to move in that. For those who are on Facebook, um, starting Monday, um, the group, I do so much, A Journey of Empowerment. It's a private group that I have for women. I'm going to start again on Monday at 9 p.m., with uh, heart-to-heart conversations. Our topic Monday night at 9 p.m. will be concerning self-worth. So if you're on Facebook, find the page, A Journey of Empowerment. Join the page. Invite other women to come into the room. We're going to deal with hearts of the matter with women. Um, Mm. So that we can be the witness he desires us to be. Amen. 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 We'll be back here again next week, you all. If you have questions, comments, if there's a particular thing in the Word of God that you'd like us to discuss, inbox me, um, Valerie Burrell on Facebook, or email me, empower underscore yourself at yahoo.com. Or if you know our phone numbers, give us a call. Let's talk about it, and we'll be happy to present this on this conversation because we're here to empower you with the word of God. Amen? Amen. Pastor Linda, do you want to pray us out this morning? Hallelujah. 
Love and blessings to everyone. Father God, we thank you, oh God, for the the sound that you released this morning, Lord God. We thank you for the word that's gone forth. We thank you for the listening ears, Father God. Oh, Father, even as they go forth throughout this day, we know that you will go before them, Lord God. And every step that we take, we take it in you, recognizing that you are our Lord, you're our God, you're King of kings and Lord of lords. We thank you, Lord God, as we go forth in this day. In the name of Jesus the Christ, the Anointed One. Amen and amen. We certainly hope that you were empowered by that awesome message and that.